Welcome to the Building Business for Women podcast, a place where we empower women to create, launch, and scale their own service-based businesses. We are certified photo organizers, Christy and Amanda, and we build a profitable business that we love. Anyone can do it with the right community and the right plan. Hey everybody, it is Christy from Memory Momentum and welcome to Building Business for Women podcast. This is podcast number five and this week we're going to be speaking about your ideal client or your ideal client avatar uh, and defining what that is. But first and foremost, we are going to talk about a little fun fact about myself. So last week we sort of had one that was about Amanda and me uh, and technically I think it's Amanda's turn again but whatever I'll talk about me so fun fact about me when we started this business and I'm sure I've said this somewhere on social media or, or somewhere I had no idea that there was such a thing or a difference between a Mac and a PC like no clue not even joking and I remember somewhere in a conversation we were talking about computers Amanda and I and talking about digital photo organizing or something she had said something about a Mac and I was like huh <laughs> that's what I realized there was clearly a difference I now know there's a difference and <laughs> that's probably a good thing um, so goes to show you you don't have to have all the knowledge about technology to uh, start a business that you might need that te technology and you just have to know your limitations and move forward and learn. And so I have a Mac and I have a PC. I was mainly PC. I love my PC, but just obviously, because I didn't know there was such a thing as Apple and a Mac. Um, and uh, I bought a Mac, uh, I don't know, two years ago, three years ago. Love that too. It's big, it's shiny. I like, I love it. And I call a Mac. So my Mac is Mac, clearly. And uh, my PC, we call Pete Carter. Mac, sometimes, because I'm, I'm not super amazing using the Mac, um, sometimes Mac doesn't work for me. And honestly, I think it's just me, but I like to blame it on Mac. So I like to say that Mac is a moody teenager and Pete or Pete Carter is my trusty, uh, <laughs> trusty old man kind of computer. So he's my fallback guy. So there you go. Little fun fact about myself. Okay, so let's get back to what we were going to talk about this week, and that is defining your ideal client or defining your ideal client avatars, like some people like to say it. Uh, back when Amanda and I started our business, we uh, we knew that we needed to have an ideal client. Um, we we got that, and we thought we actually did. So we had a photo organizing business, and our ideal client was somebody that needed their photos organized. We've discussed this in other podcasts that maybe is a great starting point, but that is too broad of number one, a niche for your business. And number two, it's too broad of an ideal client. So think about if you don't have an ideal client, so our ideal client is just somebody that needs their photos organized, we then are speaking to that client. But we are speaking to everybody when you think about it that way. We are speaking to everybody on the planet that needs their photos organized. That means everybody from the planet, potentially, which I think would be amazing and kind of overwhelming and not amazing all at the same time. But everybody on the planet could then potentially come to us, come to our website, whatever, 
and say, hey, could you do this for me? Hey, could you do that for me? Could you do this, 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 and this, and this? And just think about how overwhelming that would be. And then you have to answer every single person that comes to your, um, into your inbox or your, uh, you know, your Instagram and things like that and answer that. No, we can't do that. Uh, yes, we can do. Oh, we're not sure how to do that. Maybe we can do that. We're going to figure out how to do that. There's too many variations. What, what people are asking you that you cannot have some sort of, let's say standard email or standard answer to answer back everybody that's in your inbox. And that could be a full-time job than answering every single person that comes in with a customized answer that needs to go out. So it took us a little bit of time to realize that that client, that ideal client profile was not good. We really needed to focus that down. So with whatever service or um, product or anything in your business that you're offering, I'm sure, and if you've never thought about this before, I'm sure some, like you somewhere you've thought about this, there is somebody who you are selling to. So think about that. Let's just say you sell hairbrushes. Well, are you sell selling a hairbrush to men or women or children? You know who you're selling to. You have to be very clear on that. And you have to dig deep because if you know exactly who you are selling to or offering your services to or whatever, then you can be extremely clear in the messages that you have on your website, that you have on your social media, that you have in your emails, that you have when you're even talking to somebody. Because even a face-to-face -face conversation um, and transaction between somebody else, if they were to say like, oh, what do you do? Well, I sell hairbrushes. Amazing. What kind of hairbrush do you sell? Um, I sell hairbrushes to poodles, right? Like it, it, you have to be very clear on what your, what your message is and who you're selling it to. All right, so I'm going to give you another example. So let's say, for instance, you are the creator and you're selling um, magic face shavers. Okay, they're, they're magic. They decrease your five o'clock shadow. They make blonde hair sparkly. Um, they make your skin shimmery. You know, like they're magic. Okay, so in your mind, you probably know, well, at least I'm assuming because this is just an example, but you probably know that you're trying to sell to men because I would imagine that most women don't have a five o'clock shadow. So you're, you're selling to men. But if you really don't niche that down in your mind and know who you're speaking to and you're just trying to, let's say you put a Facebook ad out there and you're like, do you want shimmery blonde hair? Well, yeah, every person with blonde hair is going to say sure. Or every person with blonde hair that wants shimmery blonde hair will say sure. Then you're going to get these people onto your email list because they're going to sign up for your ad or, or whatever you have on there. And then they're going to go onto your list and then you're going to start marketing to them through email and stuff like that. And all of the people, well, not all of them, some of them, maybe you're going to capture some, some blonde men, um, are then going to unsubscribe from your mail email list because then they're going to realize that you're selling a face, a magic face shaver to men and not to women. So the importance of really knowing your ideal client um, is really so that you can get into their heads so they feel like when you're sending out messages and emails and having um, your marketing messages and anything like that, that you they feel like, oh my gosh, she's reading my mind, that that's me. So, okay, so how do you do that? So with whatever service or business you have, I want you to think about your ideal client, not just be like, okay, I sell to women or with the magic shaver, I, I sell to men with blonde hair who want shimmery, whatever. You have to go deeper than that. So you need to know 
like what gender they are, really, really try to get into their heads and into their lives. Okay, so their gender, um, or maybe you have a, a product or service that you could speak uh, that you're selling to, you know, to both to everybody, but then you have to tailor that message to, um, to encompass that. So you're not just making your messaging sound female or male or whatever. So, okay. So what gender are they or what we're, what you're selling to? What age are they? Are they married? Um, do they have children? Uh, do they have grandchildren? Are they in college? Are they in kindergarten? I mean, hopefully they're not buying anything, but you never know. Uh, what books do they read? Do they listen to podcasts? What magazines do they read? Do they like to cook? Like you need to really, really, really dive deep and imagine who these people are so that you can speak their language and get into their heads. And then you need to figure out where they're hanging out. Is there uh, like if you're if you're a local business and you know that your ideal client hangs out uh, at Tim Hortons, then that, you know, that that's important to know. Or they're, they like Starbucks. Maybe that's important to know. Maybe they hang out at the beach. So like physical locations and things like that are important as well. Um, or virtually, where do they hang out online? Are they mainly on Facebook? Are they mainly on Pinterest? Uh, and really to go to give you an example of that, most men that I know don't hang out on Pinterest. Uh, maybe they do. They're not my ideal client, so I haven't done the research about it. But just in my circle of people, I know that the men in my life are not hanging out on Pinterest. So that if I'm creating a marketing message or a marketing strategy, and it all circles around Pinterest, then I'm not going to get my ideal client I'm not going to get their attention because they're not hanging out in that space. So that is something to look at as well, where they're hanging out online, what they're chatting about, what they're looking up. You really, really just have to get inside their heads. And I mean, the exercise can be really fun. If you sit there, you can really close your eyes and think about them. Even if you give them a name, you know, my magic face shaver, uh, his name, the guy that I'm selling to, his name's Billy and he has blonde hair and he lives here and he, you know, like really dive deep and it can be fun. And the reason we really, really need to have our ideal client defined is so that we can move forward with a very clear message, a very clear marketing message. Our, um, our copy can be very clear and it cuts down, uh, it cuts down on the time that you have to work sort of explaining to the people that are coming to you that are not your ideal client. You don't have to say, I'm sorry, I don't offer magic shavers for dark haired men or whatever. It, it's very important when moving forward with marketing. And maybe you've never thought about this before and you are already out there, you know, selling your services and, and offering your business to people and you're not really getting any feedback. You're not getting any bites. You're not getting clients. And maybe it's because you really haven't thought about the person who you're selling to. So maybe go back to that step. Really, really, really evaluate who you're selling to. Go back onto your website if you have one. Uh, take a look at any of your social media feeds, your posts and things and see, does it talk to a specific person or is it too broad of, um, of a marketing message and it's just not grabbing the attention of that person you're trying to sell to? That is super important. Like I said before, you want that client to think, oh my gosh, does she live 
Does she live next door to me? Does she know me? How does she know that I'm looking for that? Okay, that'd be kind of creepy if you were their neighbor. But hey, if your neighbor wants a magic uh, face shaver, sell it to them. But <laughs> you know what I mean? You really, really need to, to make your client think like you know what they need. And this is what I'm selling. And here it is. So in the description box, uh, there is a great tool to help you brainstorm um, your ideal client and sort of really break it down. Um, I suggest even if you're doing a really, if you're really doing, you think you're doing a great job in your business and marketing and you know who your ideal client is, go ahead and download the free freebie and really work through it. I think you probably will, will see a few things that you're like, oh, never thought about that. And, and maybe you can really tweak that message and make it really, really clear. So this week you learned how to define your ideal client. I hope that helps you guys. Um, again, you can head over to our secret Facebook group community. Uh, we can talk about your ideal client. If you have any questions, we can definitely start that conversation. Or you can reach out to us on our social media feeds, um, which are like Pinterest, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and memorymomentum.ca. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you learned a little something. And we will see you next time where we talk about some other amazing business tips.